1: You are now tuned in to the Prescription for Purpose podcast, the number one podcast for Christian women to learn how to apply God's principles to fulfill your God-ordained purpose. Every episode will empower you with the tools and wisdom necessary so you can strategically execute and excel in every area of your life. This is the place for you to learn how to walk in purpose, to walk with purpose, and to fulfill God's purpose.
2: Hey sis, have you downloaded the Prescription for Purpose mobile app? It is the number one resource for women of faith who are looking to build their faith and walk in purpose. This is not your ordinary app. There are so many great features from Bible studies to devotionals, practical resources, study tools, and flashcards for every verse in the Bible so you can truly study God's word. You can even get your own devotionals, prayers, and Bible studies featured right on the app to share with everyone in the community. My favorite part of the app is the community. There are so many women who are a part of this app that are truly just in love with God and we want to build a life that is pleasing to Him. So if you are looking to partner with us to pursue your purpose, head over to the Apple App Store or to the Google Play App Store and download the prescription for Purpose app today for free. That's R-X for Purpose.
1: Hey sis, and welcome to this week's episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. I'm super excited about this week's episode because we are talking to my good sis Crystal Williams. Crystal is a career coach and we are going to be talking about how to incorporate God into your career, y'all know that we talk about purpose, and purpose is not just tied to you being an entrepreneur. It's how you show up to work. It's in your career, and honestly, there are some people who just don't want to be entrepreneurs. And so, I think it's so important to discuss how to incorporate God into every area of our life. And so, me and Crystal, we always love when we get together and we aiki ki and we get to talk about the things of God. But Crystal shares some amazing gems on how we can incorporate God into our career. I'm super excited for you to hear this interview. It blessed me so much. And I just cannot wait to hear the the fruit that comes forward in your career and in your lives from us having these practical conversations and really giving the tips and the tools to incorporate God into every area of your life. So without further ado, here's part one of our interview with Crystal Williams on how to invite God into your career. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. I am so excited for today's guest in our interview. We have Miss Crystal Williams. She is a career coach. She is the host of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat podcast, and she has a virtual career breakthrough program that will get your life together. Me me and Crystal today are going to be discussing how to invite God into your career because we have all the things to discuss. Okay. So Crystal, can you share just a little bit about you, um, about how you got into career coaching and all of the things?
3: Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, thank you, Sharla, for even inviting me on your platform. I'm just so proud of you first and foremost. And yes, hey y'all. So I am first and foremost, God's daughter. I am a wife. I am a mother to a beautiful little girl. I'm a former thriving corporate and government professional. Y'all listen, if anybody going to coach you how to do something in your career is let it be me. Cause why? Because I'm a dope career coach by default. Come on. By default, meaning like this was a calling. I didn't go to school for this. Yes, I I am very well educated on what I should be doing for coaching, but it was nothing that I got my um, degree in. I got my degree in accounting from an HBCU called North Carolina A&T State University. All my Aggies out there. But yes, y'all, it was literally a calling. God called me to the professional and career coaching The uh, development industry. He called me to this industry. And so he was just like, if you don't give me your yes, and let me take the reins on this. (laughs) I'm gonna show you what a blended (laughs) lifestyle is like in this career journey. And let me tell you, God is showing me just that. And I'm just so excited to be working in purpose, divine purpose at that and yes. be obedient. Because what you don't want, and Charlie, you know, you don't want no smoke from God. We don't want the smoke with the Lord. Here we, Here we get. get. Here we <laughs> get.
1: <laughs> I love that. So, and I love too that you talk about how it's so important to give God your yes, not just in business. Um, but in your career, um, particularly because our world is so like entrepreneur focused, right? It's like if you ain't got a business, what is you doing? Um, and all like in all of the things, and so I feel like we've somewhat diminished the impact or the importance of a career. So my first question would be like where like where do we kind of fit in to really invite God into? use us in our career in a world that makes it feel like you're a second rate citizen. If you decide to, to go through a career path versus becoming an entrepreneur.
3: Oh girl. Th- first That's a loaded question. It is. There are so many opinions around it, but we gonna just stick to the skirt, right? <laughs> yeah, No, no girl. And do the things, do all the things. So, no, do the things. Being, so being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. I just need people to get that in their heads. Like yes, Lord, not for anybody. Yes, and you may yeah. simply just not be called to that territory. There's yeah. so many different territories for us to touch, but that may not be the one that you're called to. Yeah. Okay? So understand what you're called to, understand what you you are supposed to be doing, okay? Okay, and we're going to get into that a little bit later on how to do that. Yes, yes. <laughs> And so I just want you to know that it's okay. It's okay not to fall into the category of entrepreneurship. It's okay to not fall into the category of, well, I don't have no business. So am I just a second rate citizen? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. God has called you to do a specific thing. And if you don't know what it is, I want to encourage you to partner with God. Partner with God by surrendering your career paths, plans, career paths, and plans to Him. Yeah. Surrender them, y'all, and ask Him for direction. Yeah. Ask God for direction. Like, where do you want me to take my talents, Lord? Mm -hmm. Who do you want me to serve? Yeah. Where and who do you want me to serve? You could be serving an entrepreneur. Come on. You can be serving a small business owner. You could be serving the folks in the corporate space. Yeah. Serving. And speaking of serving, let me just go ahead and give y'all this definition of servant leadership. Because in my business, I'm not just coaching professionals or individuals. I am coaching you to be a servant leader. Okay, the work, yeah. in the yeah. workplace, and so what a servant leader is, or if you haven't ever heard of the servant leadership phrase, it's a leadership philosophy actually, and mm-hmm. which the goal of the leader is to simply serve, serve at all levels. Let's yeah. let's, let's let's get that clear. Serve at all levels, yeah. and this is the, the the difference between traditional leadership, where the leader's main focus is the thriving of the company. organization, right? That's, Mm -hmm. that's just traditional leadership. And so many people have leadership conferences and so forth like that. And it's like, we're just teaching them how to be a quote unquote leader, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's turn it into servant leadership, where you share power, you put the needs of the employee first and help develop the people and help them perform at a high level. Yeah. Okay. That's servant leadership. Yep. Me, and going back to serving at all levels, I love to think back to the, um, the story where Jesus, he literally was the perfect servant leader. Yeah. He served his disciples. Mm-hmm. Served his disciples. So, oh my goodness, y'all. This story is so powerful. I love talking about it every time I'm talking to a client on how to develop to be a servant leader. Why? Because God... He he well not no, Jesus just just Jesus okay y'all Jesus really was the perfect servant leader. He washed his disciples' feet. Yeah. do that? Yeah. He didn't have to do that. He did all the things that he wasn't even like "quote unquote" supposed to do. Mm-hmm. He was at this status meaning the CEO, the president of the company, or the organization, and he come all the way down here washing feet, making sure his disciples were taken care of in their time of need. And this is the mentality that we have to take into the corporate spaces, into the non-profit spaces, into whatever work environment that you are going in. So- if you are trying to incorporate God into your career and elevate and partner with God, listen, take take a narrative from Jesus. Come take on. From Jesus. Take a page out of Jesus' book, okay? Mm-hmm. okay. Work at all levels with excellence. Yep. Yeah. With excellence. not, oh, um, that's beneath me. Oh, uh, I know y'all have heard that. That's yeah. beneath me. That's above my pay grade. That's this, that's that. And I'm like, but... At the end of the day, you're working for this organization for a purpose, right? Yeah. And you want to push forward the purpose that you're supposed to be believing in, right? Yeah. You're supposed to be on one accord with this organization. And if you're not on one accord with it, guess what? That's a problem. You need to say bye-bye and that is a problem. Yep. That is a problem, okay? It's called self being self-aware and acknowledging that there is an issue when it comes to you being a servant leader in your career journey. I love that.
1: I'm looking for this scripture um, because as you were speaking, it reminded me of a couple scriptures. The first was where Jesus said that the greatest among us would be a servant. And in order for us to serve, it's not simply you, um, you know, like I work in healthcare. So it's not simply the patients, but I always say I have a, a lot of responsibilities. I have a responsibility to myself, to my staff, to the patients, to make sure that um, there's a level of service being provided all the way around. And mm-hmm. as you continued, it reminded me of Colossians three twenty three. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, I'm going to read verses, um, 23 and 24. It says, whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord and not for people knowing that it is from the Lord that you will receive the reward of the inheritance. Mm-hmm. It is the Lord christ whom you serve and i feel like if we pulled that into our careers if we reminded ourselves of that daily then we would position ourselves differently we would deal with the struggles because sometimes these jobs be ghetto
3: right let's let's just be real all the way around yeah can be super ghetto however you don't have to do that yeah yeah and
1: that's but we're called to be serving leaders Mm -hmm. so even to leadership you can still lead from whatever your position is. And so I think that that is so important that you brought that up. In your practice, like what barriers have you seen that keep people from really submitting to submitting their entire career to God and also keeping them from working as unto the Lord as we're instructed to in Colossians 3.23?
3: Yes, so if a it's a lot of things, I would say, but I do want to highlight three things here. Okay. And so first and foremost, foremost it's the lacking understanding as to who they are and whose they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's I like know. when we enter the workforce, it's like, oh, wait, I, I don't identify as a servant leader or I don't I, I don't identify because I got to leave my Christian values at the door. But mm-hmm. I get act however, in this workplace, it don't. Don't go like that. Right, <laughs> it right, is, right. Don't go like that. But you know, we all see it all the time. We see it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sis, uh, uh. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: I heard you bumping Kurt Franklin in Maverick City in the parking lot. Yeah. And your behavior isn't adding up.
3: It, 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 ain't, it, ain't doing, it ain't doing what it's supposed to do It ain't giving what it's supposed to give Like, <laughs> So first of it's, it's the lack of the understanding Or not being Disciplined enough to Go into the workplace and say Hey I'll choose to be the light mm-hmm. I choose to be the light in the midst of chaos yeah. In the midst of darkness In the midst of whatever may be going in On in your career journey yeah. So, And I always remind people that they need to just ultimately refresh their relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I like like sis or or bro, if you're listening, I know who you identify with. I know you you're trying to hide that you you be going to church, you be listening to them sermons, you be at Bibles. I know, but why don't you show it or show up or rise up in the workplace? Yeah. Right. And so it's just simply a a refresh of your relationship with God and knowing and understanding that I roll with somebody higher than the CEO. Mm, Come on. (laughs) I roll with somebody higher than the the manager of my company. I roll with God, period. And I have no shame. Like the song said, we are not ashamed. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Like, don't be ashamed. Right, right. (laughs) and and also I want to share they always let people know to amplify what God is calling you amplify what God is calling you if you are lacking in like the understanding of whose you are yeah you amplify what God calls you you're automatically like knowing and understanding and grasping the concept that yes I am the apple of God's eye yes I am a masterpiece yes yeah. I am God's prized position and yes God calls me friend. Yeah, yeah. God calls me friend. I don't yeah. care if my coworkers call me friend, my manager, the president, or whoever I serve at work call yeah. me friend. I care that God calls me friend. And because God calls me friend, guess what? He will reveal to you where it is he wants to take you yeah. in your career journey.
2: Yeah,
3: in Your career journey, if you would just partner with him. If you could just surrender your career plans, because I know we all had them. I had them. (laughs) Those nice grand career plans. Come on. I'm going to work for this company. I'm going to get to this level in this company. And I am going to make this much child Mm -hmm. care None none of it happened the way that I thought it was going to happen. Amen. But I know I had to surrender my career plans time and time again. Because God checked me. And I know God is going to be checking some of y'all too of of the time. And as God is checking you, he is molding you. He is shaping you Mm and he's ready to to start to understand like, child, this is me. This is, these plans are my plans. You you plan on my plan. Which one? Yes. And I guarantee you, if you go with God's plan, you will not be like, you you won't be disappointed at all. Come on. Come on. And so the second one, because that was a lack of understanding about the barriers and the gaps. The second one is a lot of folks, they want to dwell on the facts of their career situation.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: The facts. The fact is that there are plenty of layoffs going on. Okay. The fact is you could have not gotten that job opportunity. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, you no. Know. yes, I'm not saying be, not be sad about it i'm not saying you know don't cry your eyeballs out go do that but you can't dwell on it meaning you can't stay there you gotta move forward right and so don't dwell on the facts of your situation tap into your faith activate your faith like what is god saying for you in your career but you're not going to know that unless you like again partner with him in your success for career success and the last but not least one I want to cover is a lot of folks have imposter syndrome. It's Come like an imposter syndrome phenomena, Phenomenon. It's like crazy. And I can talk so boldly about it because I used to be the one with imposter syndrome. Yes. I used to be the one that say, oh, I can't take this podcast interview or I can't take this job interview or I can't take this meeting with so and so because I felt as though I was not enough yeah I know so many people out there feel as though they are not enough yeah yeah I want to tell you today that you are enough you are more than enough you are more than a conqueror like through through Jesus Christ and so I want you to understand that or well, what it, or well, un- understand what it sounds like, because I know you're like imposter syndrome. Like, what, what everybody be throwing that word around or that phrase around? But what does it really sound like? And it sounds like you comparing yourself to other people's career journey. Come on, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like I can't right now, or it sounds like this. I, I don't have the qualifications. Yeah, it it sounds like. I just give up and you just been trying for maybe five days come on that's just the part you just got on the job five days ago and you're like you're already ready to give up because of so and so may may have happened but I just want to let you know do not let the fear of you look the fear of success because that's what sometimes it is Mm -hmm. like a symptom of that is the fear in the fear of success yes Of you actually going for it and yep. conquering and doing all that you are called to do yeah. in this particular workplace yeah. in that particular work environment, it scares. It literally scares people mm-hmm. of, of, to be the best yeah. that they're supposed to be. Yeah, and I'm just like, no. We have to dismantle the self doubts, We have yes. to dismantle the fear. And I just want you to just breathe, breathe, like. Inhale, inhale. I am a child of God. Inhale, I am more than a conqueror. Inhale everything that God has called you to be in this season of your career journey. And exhale everything that you are not. Yeah. Everything you are not. Exhale all the fears. You listen, you are qualified, my friends. You are. You were qualified way long ago. Before you even got here. Exactly. Like my shirt says, this shirt is for me. This is not just to showcase that I'm a career coach. It's literally for me every time I look in the mirror to remind myself that I'm a dope career coach by default. Why? Mm -hmm. Because my father in heaven has called me to the industry and I'm going to operate in excellence and follow every single one of his instructions all the way. And so that's the mentality you have to have when you are in these careers. I don't care what career. You could be in engineering. You could be in arts and sciences. You could be in accounting, finance, whatever. Just know that you a dope accountant by default. You a dope engineer by default. You a dope whatever by default because God has called you to it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. A lot of what I hear you saying has to do with identity. Mm -hmm. And I think that we often don't understand that when you are not able to really have a a foundation that's set in your true identity. So when I say true identity, I mean, not the things that the world has told you, not what your trauma has told you, not what your circumstances have told you, not what even your degrees have told you. When you're Mm -hmm. able to operate in your true God-given identity and you not are only secure in your own identity, but you're secure in in who God really is because a lot of us know of God, but we don't know God like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's, it, you, you will, you will be, you will fear success when you feel as if it's something that you have to maintain on your own. But because Mm -hmm. I've submitted my career, because I've submitted all of these things, I know that it's not even up to me to maintain these results. The only thing that I have to do is go in and obediently execute, as you said, every instruction that God is giving you. So when you are able to operate just in a place of submission, imposter syndrome doesn't even get the um, ability to take root because you know who you are and you know who you are. And we love Jeremiah
3: 29, 11, baby, but we be going everywhere but to God for these plans. Yeah, we be going to our coworkers, we be going to our managers. Instagram, going, look, look oh don't even get me started with instagram yeah. <laughs> we be going every which way and i'm like have you consulted god about that first did you did you even be, be-, be- heavenly father uh, oh okay let, let, <laughs> well let's do that first look <laughs> <laughs> and I
1: love that, you know, you talk about the importance of just having that mindset too, mm-hmm. right? Um, even when it comes to like things that you're qualified for or not qualified for, I was sharing with Crystal before. Um, last year I left my job as a full-time mm-hmm. nurse practitioner. And in the at the top of the year, I got to a place after some a while, I was like, God, I miss doing what I love. Like I understand that you've called me to this entrepreneurial space. I understand all of that, but I still love being a nurse practitioner. I love the kids. I miss the kids. I like, I really truly enjoy it. And what God had to first show me was that I had allowed my job and my career to become the Lord over my life. Mm -hmm. Meaning that I was allowing it to make decisions for me. Things that I thought were set Oh, I have to have this certain schedule. Oh, um, you know, I can't do X, Y, and Z. It made, I was fitting other things around my job and not making my job a part of my life. Not intentionally, but you know, when you work in healthcare, there's just the schedule, the schedule be the schedule. We don't close essentially, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so God had to pull me away from that space for a season to first demonstrate to me that I was more than my career and my title, that my identity, it's a part of who I am, but it is not the totality of who I am. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to this point, where I was like, but I miss the kids and stuff and I'm doing what you're asking me to do. And like, this just ain't giving what it's supposed to have, gave." And so God had told me I could go back to work, but gave me very, very strict guidelines of like, we're not getting back to the space that I just delivered you from. Mm, and and a girl I was like oh like edge is gone okay (laughs) um and so what ended up happening was I was like well okay that's wild because that like high key doesn't exist (laughs) right to be to my finite brain I'm like where am I about to get a part-time nurse practitioner job where it doesn't require you know all of these very outlined and thorough pieces of like, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that, that God has given me. And so I went back to him after being frustrated. was like, this doesn't even exist. And he was like, girl, I sent you an email last week, but you deleted it (laughs) because you thought it was the devil. (laughs) I was like, you ain't gonna distract me, devil. Okay, I'm doing what God has called me to do. But it ended up being from God. (laughs) Being from God. Mm -hmm long story short, I'm, I'm now, you know, getting ready to step into this position to be able to do what I love in my career. I'm only working part-time hours. I'm getting full-time pay and full-time benefits. And I was like, wait a minute, this can't even be for real because wait, what? (laughs) Like part-time hours still allowing um, space in my schedule for me to maintain this new lifestyle that I've built and that I love. My conflict was like, I love my life now. And also I love my career and I need for you to help me with this God. And he did. I get to do what I love and I get to still be who I am, and walk in the fullness thereof. Hey
2: sis, I want to tell you about our new prescription for purpose quiz. This quiz takes less than three minutes to complete, and when you finish, you will receive your official purpose prescription. Your prescription will include information about your diagnoses, and then you get free courses to help you take the necessary steps to start walking in purpose. The quiz is customized to help you in your current season. Do not spend enough other day without the clarity and instruction that you need. Go right now to the link in the show notes, take the quiz and get your official purpose prescription today. Now let's get back to the show.
1: And so I think that it's so critical when you talk about submitting your career to God and sitting and partnering with him, because he will bring never in my wildest imagination. I've worked in healthcare since I was 17. I started as a CNA and now I have my doctorate in nursing, right? Like, so I've done the gamut and never in my wildest dreams outside of like a PRN or as needed position did I think that I could make more than what I was making at my 40 hours a week. Let's hit that part. Talk about (laughs) it. Let's hit that part. More (laughs) than what I was making when I left my 40 hour a week job where I had worked for three years and was driving from from here to Galilee every day, okay? Like more, I'm making more money, spending less time, and getting the ability to do what I love and legitimately get full time benefits. The, and I was just like, only the Lord that
3: God could do something like this. <laughs> only oh God. I'm like, won't He do it? Won't yes. He do it? Won't He do the most for His? Children,
2: come on. We will
3: do the most for you, yeah. And we always tell my son, "Oh, we be doing the most, and you, you doing the most." But God will do the most for you. Come on. It's like I was literally just talking about this on my podcast. Like when when you surrender your career and submit everything to God, guess what? What you do next? It's not on you. It's on God. God's reputation on. is on the line. His name is on the line. Yes. Period. Period. Yeah. So, if you're afraid to just move and take two steps forward, come on, thinking that you're going to fail at anything. Listen, if God has given it to you, if He's leading you to do it, yeah, it is His reputation. Yeah. He ain't gonna have you out here looking crazy. like yeah. He ain't have God. Ain't gonna look crazy. Period. Come on, we can be looking crazy all day for <laughs> what we say we're going to do in our career journeys, but God ain't gonna. Listen, if you're listening to God, if you're hearing what He has told you to do, yes. What He has told you to take root in your career journey, yeah. like listen, He ain't gonna stay you wrong. Hearing yeah. His track record is solid. Come on, zero, zero eight. Oh, solid. So if you guys take hold of that promise. Take hold of that and understand where God is like, He is literally leading you. You over yeah. here, like, yes, master. Yes, come like, on, <laughs> come on, looking like Ray Charles in the spirit. real, but if you understand who told it to you, not, not, oh, your manager suggested now. God, I do believe that God will speak through people to direct your path, yeah. But again, I, I want you to exercise your discernment, come on, and understand that okay. Hey, God, was this you? Come on,
1: because the enemy know how to send send good ideas. That's why I was so like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Is get me out of order or out of line. So even it can go both ways, right? You can't be like, nah, you can't. Don't be like me where you're so like, you are so closed off because you want to, I was like, I'm going to focus in and just do what God has called me to. That you, like, I was like, since you had deleted the email I sent to you last Friday. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yep. it's it's important um to really like you said use your discernment and one of the the key indicators and I I what I've learned over the years is that if you're already spending time with God, when somebody comes to give you a word, it is a confirmatory word. It just confirms something that God has already said to you. And so because of that, you are then able to act swiftly. The Mm -hmm. issue is that oftentimes we're not, we don't have our ears attuned to God. And so we don't ever get to that point to where it's a confirmatory word. It's the first time we're hearing it. Our emotions hijack us and we get excited about the word. And so we take off and you swear it was God. But Betty was in her flesh and she just thought it would be a good idea for you to do X, Y, and Z.
3: Mm. Facts.
1: <laughs> and we love Betty. But Betty ain't God. At <laughs> Betty is not God. And what I've learned, too, and what I love is that I do feel as if, like, when God pulled me out of my career, I needed, I needed the break. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I work through a pandemic, work through all kinds of things. Like it was, it was a very necessary break. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was literally just surviving. Like mm. I'm showing up, I'm trying to live. And child, I'm give what I'm supposed to have gave. I'm the, the song said, give me what you got for a pork chop. That's what I was just trying to do. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was just trying to do. And I love, I love God so much because now I'm not in a position of desperation. Right. And I don't have to just merely survive work. It's not something that happens to me, but I even am able to have dominion over, you know, over how I serve in this career. Mm -hmm. So I know that I'm not the only person that that happens to when, so when you have clients, what is something that you really kind of help them detox from that, like survivor mentality? What, like what, how do you help handle that
3: yeah so so let's just diagnose this right i mean we we are on the I'm a,
1: I'm a doctor so I'm here for a diagnosis
3: <laughs> the, the diagnosis the diagnostic right is that right Yeah, diagnosis <laughs> okay. Okay, okay okay good the diagnostic is the collective the check mindset okay i'm The collect the check mindset or mentality. Come on. It is. And and let me just give you like a working definition around that. It is a professional who knowingly or unknowingly does not recognize the value in their current position leading to disengagement in the workplace. And this professional, right, thrives off the statement, as long as my check clears, I'm good. (laughs) They Come start that statement and they say, I just work to get paid. I'm just doing this for the money or to pay my bills or I'm not into this type of work, but you know what? It's okay.
2: Yeah.
3: Or I'm just doing this work to collect my check. That's that Marshawn Lynch. I'm just yeah. here so I won't get fined. <laughs> right. I'm just here. So I don't oh, get fine. Don't, get fine. I ain't got time for the consequences. Okay. But let me tell you something. The consequence is your mindset. Your peace is disrupted. Mm-hmm. Your peace in your career journey is disrupted because of that type of mindset or mentality. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you also what the consequence is of that mentality. You invite confusion, confusion. In your career journey And I don't know about y'all But I I personally don't want to do the inviting Of confusion in my career journey Come on, because it's not of God Confusion is not of God Like, it's not So you inviting little Lucy on into your career uh, (laughs) (laughs) Also, it opens the door Of a toxic work environment A Mm -hmm. toxic environment in your career journey And it literally positions you in survival mode you're you're now in survival mode like yeah yeah. that's it and you lack clarity you lack that type of excitement for your career I mean at one point you may have been like oh I love it I love this I love that Mm -hmm. at some point in time yeah the excitement just like and you just like your shoulders was up they down now Mm -hmm. (laughs) like this and i'm like what is going on Mm -hmm. and also it's like when you have that type of mindset you specialize in being mediocre mediocre come on you don't know what mediocre means it means it's a moderate or low quality value ability or performance and last time i checked you were a part of the body of christ and you were a masterpiece. He made you to be to be the light. He made you to be his possession, his prized possession. Come on. He don't, make, he don't specialize in mediocrity. Come on. My God don't specialize in mediocrity. Oh. <laughs> so don't you be bringing mediocrity to the workplace. Have yeah. a mindset of I'm going to operate in excellence. Yes. In excellence. So I want to, like, dare you to state this statement, okay? Dare you to state this statement on a regular basis throughout your career journey. And that is, I declare that I choose, I choose to show up as a masterpiece instead of showing up mediocre. Come on. Run that back one more time. I choose to show up as a masterpiece instead of showing up mediocre. Come on. It's like when you make that decision to show up as a masterpiece, I don't care what's going on in the workplace. I don't care who said what. I don't care if you ain't get that promotion. I don't care if the rejection letters keep coming into the inbox. Come on. You're going to show up. Yes. You're going to show out because you understand whose you are. And you understand who got your back at all times? Come on, and that is God. Mm-hmm. Go. I go. love that,
1: and I love that even that you talk about showing up as a masterpiece even in those tough seasons. Right? Mm-hmm. I think a really good example of this in the Bible is Joseph. Like mm-hmm. that... they literally threw him in a pit. Then he was a slave. Mm-hmm. Then he he was minding his business, doing well in the palace. All of this, then Potter wife tried to. He she stole the man draws, and he was just trying to live his best life <laughs> uh, as best he could. He like all I did was have a dream, and a little colorful coat, and y'all out here treating me tragically. Um, but the Bible talks about how everything he put his hands to was blessed mm-hmm. because even though he went to jail for something he did not do, he still pulled up as a masterpiece. He still allowed. Um, God's excellence to be displayed through him right so Mm -hmm. it's not about us being perfect because we don't even have that capability but it's about us being able to display God's level of excellence even when the circumstances aren't favorable when your job is great and everything is hunky-dory yeah you can show up as a masterpiece but I love that you talked about like even when the rejection letter comes even when your boss is trash, okay? Like, Joseph literally was is a standing sexual harassment lawsuit, okay? <laughs> like, like, even in all of that, he still served God above all else. He still worked as unto the Lord. And because of that, at the end, he was able to provide for his family in the middle of a famine. Like, his work spoke for itself. People spoke of his names in places where... It didn't even belong. He ended up getting um, out of jail because he was able to interpret a dream in the, the two people that were in jail with him or s- something to that effect, go read Genesis, okay? It's
0: in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll <be> but they
1: <laughs> they told the king like, oh, we met somebody in jail who was able to interpret the dream, etc., etc." And that was the cause for his elevation. He didn't do it with the intention of like, I'm about to do this and set this up myself. He just was serving diligently. So I love that, that masterpiece mentality has to come with you even when the circumstances are not favorable. I love that.
3: Yes. Oh, it's, it's, it's so imperative. Like, I I don't even know what else to tell people when they just like, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. I know I didn't hurt at all. I am I just been laid off. I know I didn't hurt at all. But let the layoff not be just a layoff. Cause guess who ain't laying you off? God ain't laying you off. Come on. So guess leveling what? Leveling you up. Yeah. He, he leveling you up. Come and on. And a late over season, a layover. over. Listen, a layover is a temporary season. We all yeah. we all done did flights and things and took trips. And yeah. stuff. we all had layovers. They're yeah. temporary. Yes, It's temporary and in your late over season, if you're there or if you know somebody that encourage them, yes. encourage them to do what they need to do in this season. This yes. is a season of preparation, of yes. preparation to where you are going and or to where God is leading you to yes. in your se- next season in your career. Mm-hmm. This, this is the time to prepare. This is the time to take the classes, to seek the resources that you mm-hmm. need. In order to truly advance to where God wants you to go. Yes. And for me, even what I learned, I was
1: so frustrated because I'm like, God, you told me to come off and start this business. Mm-hmm. And the first like six to eight months was all about rest and, and, re- and like getting my body and my health back in order and prioritizing that. Mm-hmm. And, and in the beginning, it was frustrating. But then I realized that God is like a bigger picture God. Right. Oftentimes he's preparing us for what we prayed for, not for the thing that we think we need immediately. And so the name of the game is longevity. If, I, if my body, if I don't learn how to rest working in a, a career field where they tell us to do it, we tell our patients to do it, but they don't make room for that right we tell our patients to make sure not to miss a checkup but if you need a day off for an appointment child it's like you just cussed everybody out essentially right like like not a day off for an appointment during the week a weekday huh mm-hmm. you the healthcare provider you have health needs wow wow right and so it's even learning um, new mindsets in that time, learning how to rest, learning, taking the courses. Uh, I love that you call it a layover season because what I've even learned um the more I travel is that I'm going to enjoy the layover. Okay. We head on over to the Delta Sky Mouth Club because I'm going to enjoy I'm going to enjoy the layover season as well. It doesn't have to be a season of dread. It can be a season of excitement if we allow God to do what he's going to do if we really submit our thoughts our oh I thought I'd be here by now our expectations our own timelines I really had to lay all of that before God and it's not always easy but it's very simple yes because they're not the same thing like it's not easy to do but it's very simple to do is all you have to do is just give it all over to God Mm mm-hmm and that's why it, that identity piece goes back to it because how are you going to hand over your life to someone that you don't know for real?
2: Mm, that's and so a, I, mm.
1: yes, I was like a lot of that struggle and that inner turmoil is because we don't want to say, you know what, God, I don't even really trust that you're going to do what you say you're going to do because that's what it is. It's it's a a, a mistrust. Um, and we don't like to say the the quiet part out loud, but I will. It's a, it's a mistrust because you're literally giving God everything and it can be a scary place to be in it really can
3: oh it's, it's very scary uh it's very scary. i've been there you've been there Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But at the same time it's very rewarding yes it's, it is very liberating right yes, it's like that that burden that <laughs> we thought we had to carry Yeah. that is too heavy for us come on i'm gonna take yes. my own cross and not god's <laughs> Come on, that is too so heavy <laughs> for us to bear. And like again, yeah. know who your God is. Come on, look, look at God's track record. Again, it's solid, impeccable, impeccable. I, I, it's unmatched. Come on. Okay. So if you know that to be true about God, it, the God that you serve, we serve. Come on, then
0: just
3: give it up. Just yes, this is all. You Lord, I listen. All you gotta say is, "God, I surrender my plans to you. I, I'm, I'm giving you my plans. Yeah, I know that your plans are better than mine's, way harder, yeah. greater, greater, and I want to accept what you have in store for me. Mm-hmm. me the ability to accept it, because yes. oftentimes it's hard to accept what God has for you Come because on. it doesn't look like what you thought it was gonna look like. Yes. Yeah. So I want you to accept the plans that God has for you. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Don't worry about that. that. It's gonna be good. Mm -hmm. Look like not May, it's not gonna look like what you thought it was. Yeah, you have to
1: submit your expectations. That was something that got um got people caught up even when Jesus came, right? Because Mm -hmm. they heard of the Messiah and they thought the Messiah was gonna come in, he was gonna be like a zealot, he was gonna come out. Guns blazing fire from heaven. Pew, 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 pew. And Jesus was out here washing feet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Washing feet. Feeding, feeding the multitudes. Mm-hmm. And because of unmet expectations, people denied him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it's it's important that when we have that talk of submission with God, that we also lay our expectations down. And know that he's a good father. And so he knows he knows the desires of our heart. He mm-hmm. gets pleasure in giving us these things. The Bible says that, that he's not gonna withhold any good thing from us. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if sometimes in those seasons where we're disappointed, um, even about a promotion or or about you know a job that we get we did not get, it may not speak to. Um, something that you don't have, it may be God keeping a hedge of protection around you. Come on. (laughs) Because if if he withholds no good thing from me and I didn't get this position, it it must not be a good thing. Something there may not be, uh, must not be in alignment with his will and his ways and his plans. And so oftentimes we internalize, um, negatively internalize, what feels like rejection when it really could just be a father keeping us out of harm's way. You don't know, you trying to get into be a C-suite executive and God's like, no, this place is demonic. You like, those people are demonic. They are trying to devour you Uh -uh, at you going to stay right where you at. You may be trying to get to a certain company and that company is, is about to go under and God's you're disappointed now, but God is really keeping a hedge of protection around you because he's here and there and everywhere he's in the now he's in the future he's everywhere that we can't be and so i love that that we we have to really settle our expectations on what god wants us to have Mm -hmm. that's so good now here's a question i have for you and we talked about this earlier okay okay when you're working in a space where it's a secular space Mm -hmm. right um It and at the top you had said, um, you know, sometimes you feel like you have to leave your Christianity at the door.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How do you integrate your faith and God into your career when you work in a secular space? Like I work in healthcare, mm-hmm. um, you know, you may work in education. How are you, how, what are some ways where you can integrate God into your, into your secular workplace? I have some things that I used to do, but I want to hear from you because you use the expert (laughs) child
3: it's so many things right so for one um as believers we are set apart set apart so in the workplace you can literally set yourself apart by you know practicing being the solution and not the problem right practice being the solution and not the problem rather you want to not be anywhere near the problem right mm-hmm. you well know, let me let me just rephrase this you can be near the problem but don't just gossip about it right
2: mm-hmm.
3: for downloads on the solution on how to correct this issue mm-hmm. that the workforce is 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 um experiencing yeah. one thing i always told my mentees at work is listen and and i always and i got told this too it's like if you're a leader, you don't want those that you're leading to always ah I got this this going on da, 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 da. but nobody brings the solution. Come on, well, bring the solution, bring the solution. Okay, and uh, I promise you, I promise you, you will set yourself apart doing that. Just mm-hmm. that, okay? you'll be set apart because again, everybody is like ah child this mm-hmm. child. But you over here like I, I recognize the problem, but how about we try X, Y, and Z? How about we do this, that, and the third? You're you're literally being innovative. You're literally getting downloads, getting yeah. the wisdom from God, literally. Come on. When you partner with God in the work, in the workplace, in your career journey, he will give you what you need in order to do what thrive and not survive. Like Come on. Is like being on top of the gossip, knowing the latest gossip, doing all these things, and they're not even worried about a solution. They just because guess what? Mm, Thank you, Holy Spirit, for driving this in my spirit. If you are so busy worrying about the the problem and gossiping and all that, guess what? When the solution comes, you like well,
2: I ain't got nothing
3: to do. Got nothing. And so, so, yes. Bring the solution and not the problem, okay? Come on. You so focused on the problem, you're going to miss your promotion. That part. (laughs) So, and this leads me into the next one. So, you don't want to become a product of your own environment. Mm -hmm. A product of your own environment, which is the negative environment. Reach the next phase in your career journey. So, for one, that's not Mm Christ-like. Come on. And we should all strive to be like Christ in all areas of our life, not just, oh, I'm in church, or I'm in my home, and with my family, I'm this, I'm that, and then you see a co-worker at the grocery store, and they're like, sure, is you. Come on. <laughs> is that you? Come is on. That, you need to have a familiar spirit, meaning a godly spirit, a God glow in, and outside the workplace. Come on, come on. (laughs) Also, you don't want to bring on unnecessary stress to your world. So hearing about someone else's problems or even contributing to the problem can be stressful and detrimental to your mental health, to your body, to Mm -hmm. your soul. So you need to be able to watch your ear gates and watch your eye gates. Come on. Okay. Make sure you protect them. Protect what you're hearing, your intake. So meaning like you may have an office and you may want to play some music, just a little bit, you know, not too loud or nothing. Like Charlotte always talk about dappy Keys. Come yeah. on. Y'all going to get this anointed piano worship and not okay. even know it's gospel. <laughs> yes. And it's such a beautiful thing. And so if you can just do things like that, you can even set sticky notes up on your on your um monitor at work or wherever you're working, just nice, nice um phrases in the back. They listen, you ain't gotta go around the workplace shouting and whatnot. Oh, Jesus is real. Yeah, we know Jesus is real. But when they enter into your office or when they even enter into your presence, come on, there's something about you that shifts their attitude yes. that shifts their mood. Are you displaying The light or allowing God to display his light through you. Come on. Doing that in the workplace. Are you shit like what are you doing? Come on. Yep. Yep. Because no matter matter your position, his presence. Your position. No matter you can be C suite level, you can be entry level, you can be mid level. Charlie, you can be environmental services. It it don't matter. Are you the sweetest admin, or are you that admin where don't nobody want to talk to? Come on, are you that C-suite executive where entry-level employees are afraid to talk to you, Come or on. are you like welcoming? Are you what? What are you doing? Like, yeah. what is what is the character you are building in the workplace? Come on, okay. I love that. I love that you talked about um,
1: not allowing. Uh, yourself to get caught up in other people i was looking at first corinthians 15 and 33 it says do not be deceived bad company corrupts good morals okay so you need to make sure you have to watch the company that you keep and we um we did the the fast with the society and my first lady came in and she was talking about the fire of god
0: and she, so it was so
1: fire. Okay, Lady Serena, yeah. shout out to you, child. Um, and she talked yeah. about how Jesus sat with sinners but hung with disciples. So it's not that you're so haughty, taughty that you're not around these people, so that that way they can get the they um can't get the essence of God. But you do not build um. there's a different type of intimacy that you build relationship with people who are like-minded, they're also disciples. So she said, Jesus sat with sinners. He also got up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He hung with disciples. Come on, talk about it. Okay. (laughs) And so it's important that even in the workspace, the relationships that we cultivate are those that are going to um, be pleasing to God. Mm -hmm. right like when we talk about like you said from c-suite all the way down to like environmental services we are still ministers of the gospel even without you quoting a scripture Mm -hmm. i used to bring donuts to work and it was a ministry end up having bible study in my office at lunch like It was a ministry, and, and it wasn't anything super spiritual or heavy. We used to call it Fat Girl Friday. It was just something that <laughs> I wanted to do, girl. And then, and then sometimes I bring them on Thursday, but I look, it's Thick Girl Thursday as well. OK, like if there was just a rough day, God would lead me to be consistent in showing the staff that even if you feel like corporately you are appreciated, how can I solve this problem to mm-hmm. let you know that as the leader here in the office, I see you and I appreciate you. So doing things like bringing donuts to work, even on days I was fasting,
2: mm-hmm. come now, not child,
1: because, Lord, I can't eat none of the donuts. And um, it's not giving to me what it's supposed to have game. <laughs> if I ain't eating, ain't nobody eating up in here. <laughs> but nevertheless, not my will be done but yours. So I'm bringing in donuts and everybody just eating them in my face. And I'm like, oh, no, girl, I had mine in the car. <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> I was hungry. All <laughs> right. But it's it's even those small things. And um it's so critical to understand that you don't have to be the loudest person in the room to make the largest impact. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be out here speaking in tongues and quoting scripture. Uh, like I, you say good morning, I can say good morning back. And, and blessed and say like girl, it's giving too much. <laughs> like for real. People like, well, if I can't just have, hold a norm, I love the Lord with everything yes. in my every fiber of my being also, let's just be normal. <laughs> like you don't have to ta-ta-ta-ta me to death. I, I, it's fine for somebody to come to you and tell you a joke and you laugh, yeah. right? Like you have to have a a, a human side. Even Jesus had that, um, that human aspect to where he could sit with the sinners and fellowship. Everything isn't a sermon. And I've learned as I go through my faith walk that, god's spirit is so he doesn't need my help Mm -hmm. it penetrates so well that i don't have to say a word people just know that he's present that part i don't have to push i don't have to push scripture i don't have to do anything but display the fruits of his spirit Mm -hmm. love patience gentleness kindness long suffering we don't like long suffering but it's a fruit of the spirit
0: and some of us need
1: to learn how to long you. suffer with some of these jobs because you hop to the next position thinking it's the job, but until you learn the lesson, you will continue to long suffer in these jobs. Everywhere you go, people talking about you on your job, sis. Baby girl, it's it's you're the drama. You detect- I love you, sis. You're the drama.
3: It's called being self aware. That's <laughs> come
1: on. You're the drama. Mm-hmm. And so we have to understand that. You are not going to be always able to run from rough seasons. Persecution will come. Mm -hmm. Look at Joseph. He literally was just doing what he was supposed to do and was, was, it was unfair what happened to him. And yet he still stayed submitted to God's plan. So I love that you talked about even, um, you know, like playing the music and just allowing your work ethic, your, the way that you carry yourself to speak for itself, being a problem solver. Like mm-hmm. Jesus solves problems
3: all day, every day.
1: Okay. And it's not about, I think something that gets us caught up is like being married to the opinions of other people and you have to, you gonna have to divorce them opinions. Because to them, if you let these people nag it in your ear saying, oh, it couldn't have been me, uh-uh, you know, you're being a suck up, whatever, whatever. If you allow that to overtake your assignment that God is giving you and now you're walking in disobedience because you're listening to the voices of the created and not the creator, bro.
3: Mm. They not even say safe like that. They in their flesh. Yes, we look, 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 save, save versus in your flesh. Like, what you gonna do? come on. Like, over here? <laughs> come on. So, when we
1: talk about, I know we talked about how even in solving problems, it can get you like you can inadvertently get promoted. Like, Joseph just kept leveling up, like Sierra. Okay, like, like it was giving. How, what are some practical steps you would give someone? who's looking to take their career to the next level. They're like, "Okay, I'm doing all the things spiritually. Um I'm praying, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but I still want more in my career.
3: What are some practical tips that you would give them?" Yeah. So, of course, you know, I'm going to um promote my services, invest in oh. yourself. Yes. Invest in yourself. Get you a coach, a mentor, an advisor, someone who actually understands what you're going through and can help you navigate the way that you're trying to level up in your career journey. Mm -hmm. I mean, a coach is like myself. I'm definitely going to understand and be there, be a listening ear to you, you know, and help you strategize on how Mm -hmm. you can get there. Not just you being out here willy nilly and whatnot, trying to say, girl, I'm trying to get this promotion, but I don't know. No, no, We, we going to get it all the way together. So first and foremost, invest in yourself. Okay. Next is, I want you to revamp your resume. I have resources out there on my site, Mm www.theubrandacademy.com. Also, if you don't see the resources that you need, you can always email me at hello at theubrandacademy.com so Mm -hmm. that... You can get the resources you need in order to level up in your career journey. So I talked about revamping your resume. You also want to spruce up your LinkedIn page. If you don't have a LinkedIn page, get one. That's okay. what I've been hanging out at, okay? Okay. <laughs> I hang out there. My clientele is there. My clients are there. You can see plenty of plenty of client testimonies. Uh, from the work we've done together and how they have leveled up in their career journey. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you want to leverage your network, leverage your network. It could be your family, it could be your colleagues, it could be anybody that you are have encountered and that you kind of know that oh, you're you're in this position that I would like to be in. Let's yeah. have an informational interview. Let's have an informational session so yeah, that I can yeah. see, is this the field that I want to go into? Is this the position that I really want to have mm-hmm. next next season of my career journey? So that's some ways that you can leverage your network. Also, another tip is you want to define your why. Why are you in the industry that you are in? Why are you here? You know? why what what's the big picture for you? how are you contributing value? what is something that you can add to this industry right. right and what is it in this role that's going to get you going like what excites you about this particular role and a way to do that is to look at like job descriptions right that you may be interested in yeah you're going to look at the key roles and responsibilities and you're gonna say, hey, there's a couple of things that excite me about this. Not things that, oh, I can do, you know, I do them well. But what excites you? Because you're going to need to take hold of that, especially when you're having like those tough days at work. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we just talked about it. You will go through persecution. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> long-suffering. It's in the book. <laughs> right, right, long-suffering. And that goes in your career journey as well. But yeah. are you going to jump shit? Or are you going to like hold on to, like, oh, yes, this is the part that keeps me excited. So Mm -hmm. maybe I need to talk to somebody to, so I can do more of it, right? Do more of it. You got to have those hard conversations. Yeah. The workplace, right? So again, yeah, define your why, redefine your why, or ask yourself, what is it that, or why is it that I'm here?
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. Also, I want you to, Define your transferable skills, because there's a lot of people who want to literally transition from one industry to the next or go from one company to the next in a totally different industry or a totally different career. Right. So you need to look at your transferable skills. A great example of a transferable skill is communication. We are communicating right now. Yeah. Communicate as a cashier. You communicate as a doctor, you communicate as an accountant to your clients, you'll communicate as an entrepreneur. That is a transferable skill, meaning a skill you can take from one industry to the next, right? Yeah. So many. So, in, when you identify your transferable skills, you can definitely see okay, I have the skills, the skill set to truly thrive in this next career, mm-hmm. you know? I just have to highlight it or get some help and or hire somebody to help me highlight these transferable skills yep. that are literally going to be used in the career that I'm seeking to go into. Mm. Okay.
1: This episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online membership community for women who want to grow in both their faith and in their business. It's hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Roslyn Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. This membership community literally has everything that you need. We do free challenges once a quarter. And our last challenge at the end of the year, people were getting saved. People were getting jobs, growing in their faith. I mean, it is just such a rich place to be. I absolutely love hosting the Society because I get to teach Bible study every two weeks. Kavaya writes daily devotionals. We have prayer call every week. Tatum does business training and Roslyn makes sure that we are on our toes mentally and we're able to effectively be productive in every aspect of our life. I promise that you will not regret taking advantage of being a part of this community. Head on over to the Blessed and Bossed Up Society.com to start your free two week trial. That's Blessed and Bossed Up Society. to start your two-week free trial today. Now let's get back to the show.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.